believe this is your word that you've been waiting for all night. Darwin, where are you? How many know that God is able to do exceedingly? Abundantly above. All you could ask something according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. How many believe it tonight? Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he's able. Tell somebody else, he's able. Y'all ready? Exceedingly. Abundantly. Above all. All you could ask for can. According to the power that worketh in you, you God is able to do just what He said He would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise. exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think above all that we could ever imagine come on let's just one one me lift up our voices wherever we are let's just worship this able god this able god that is mighty and able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think father we give you praise thank you for an amazing time again that you've made even as we fellowship through your word in this um, week of our online word summit we pray lord that you bring clarity to our hearts again you empower us by your word at the end of the day lord you take all the praise and take all the glory for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen hallelujah praise god I want to say a very big welcome to everyone, all our guests and members and leaders who has taken our time to be part of this, the second edition of our World Summit for the year. The first edition, we explored the power of faith and we had a very remarkable time with God's Word. And even as we would be hosting this second edition, it will be running from today through Saturday. And we'll be meeting every 8 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., just 30 minutes with the Word, fellowshipping together. And um, it promises to be a very remarkable time with God's Word. Hallelujah. So the theme for this edition is Facing the Giants. Facing the Giants. That's the theme for this um, second edition. And I'm trusting the Lord that we would all have remarkable encounters with his word even as we fellowship praise god now our anchor scripture is numbers chapter 13 numbers chapter 13 and uh, we're supposed to be reading from verse 25 down to 33 reading from verse 25 
down to 33 just about where god's people went out to spy the land of canaan and they came back with the report of having giants in the land hallelujah and so that's what we are going to be anchoring on in this our one week of amazing time with god's word and i'm trusting the lord that is going to bring life to his word in our hearts in the name of jesus hallelujah all right so as a way of introduction today we'll just be roughly introducing the team and then subsequently we're going to be equipping ourselves daily with weapons or or things that we need to know about facing the giants in life hallelujah and uh, we're going to be equipping ourselves and trusting the lord that his word will come alive in our hearts then even as we as we um, sail through this week this amazing week will be refreshed in his word will be rekindled in our spirits and then we'll be ready to soar above all our widest imagination and expectations hallelujah just like the word we listen to when we started says god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think praise god and i'm trusting god that we would have an amazing ride even as we sail through in jesus name amen so numbers chapter 13 and let's read quickly from let's read the text quickly from verse 25 down to 33 and they returned from searching of the land after 40 days and they went and came to moses and to aaron and to all the congregation of the children of israel unto the wilderness of paran to kadesh and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land and they told him and said we came unto the land whither thou sent us and surely it floweth with milk and honey and this is the fruit of it nevertheless the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great and moreover we saw the children of anak there the amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the hittites and the jebusites and the amorites dwell in the mountains and the canaanites dwell in the sea dwell by the sea and by the coast of jordan and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, it is a land that eateth up the habitations thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of a great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Praise God. Now, this is a very, very remarkable story. Very remarkable in the sense that it points to us a lot of pictures. You know, sometimes we look at God's word and we can justify our standpoint because we know the whole story. But you know, sometimes when we are put in those circumstances that these people were put in, we might respond differently. We might respond in ways that might be amazing to us as well. Praise God. But however, what we want to focus on this week is to extract the posture or the position of the one that has been saved in Christ what is his response to life what is his response to challenges so when we're talking about facing the giants we're talking about confronting life issues 
now the truth about it is that what god wants to achieve in us what god wants to do in us he has done it through christ he has done it in christ now when we begin to realize that to a large extent the 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 triumphs that we want to see in life god has accomplished them in christ we begin to see things differently for instance if we are going to pray together maybe i call on someone and then the person i needed to lead someone to christ and i said do you believe that the lord has saved you he said yes do you believe in your heart that jesus died for you He said yes maybe we read some scriptures we read romans chapter 10 and there about read some scriptures and say if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth then you shall be saved now if we really if i talk to this person and i say do you believe that jesus has saved you and he said yes and then i said are you saved now and he says he doesn't know he's not sure if he's saved you know how many of you if i call you out that let's pray for this brother to be saved how many of you will respond to that kind of a prayer that come let's pray for this brother let him be saved you'll be amazed that ah, jesus has actually saved us it's just for him to believe the bible says that for whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life so it just takes your faith in christ to appropriate salvation to you it means that you have been saved you know the world has been paid for jesus has died and paid for everyone's sin but you see they cannot come into salvation because they don't believe so the day they believe is the day they walk into salvation now do you also know that the bible says that by his stripes we were healed that means he has also paid for our sicknesses he has also paid for our diseases he has paid for our pains you see the reason why we are not appropriating it is that the degree to which you understand how much he has given to you is what will determine how much you can receive from him and you see now if we are going to be praying for sickness or praying against sicknesses and disease then if we start begging god to heal us you know that we are already walking out of faith we're walking into unbelief because by his stripes his word says that by his stripes we were healed so we don't pray about sickness we just we just take our healing hallelujah and you know i'm saying this because there is a standpoint of the believer that defines every other thing in life there is a viewpoint there's a perspective that a believer has that affects every other aspect of his life so when we're talking about facing the giants we're talking about confronting life issues you see uh, there is a standpoint there's a posture of the believer there is a point that the believer stands from and begins to look at life that changes and alters everything there there is hallelujah and that's what we're going to be exploring this week because we begin to know that what is the posture of the believer what is the standpoint of the believer from what angle does the believer ought to look at life's issues now this was the same picture that these people had they had seen the mighty hand of god from egypt in fact god showered plagues on the egyptians they saw it right before their eyes it was happening in the land of egypt it was not happening in the land of goshen these people had seen the mighty hand of God. In fact, at the point they came before the Red Sea and the, the Red Sea parted. Come on. The Red Sea parted before them. They had seen the mighty acts of God. Come on. Do you know that their clothes did not wax old on them? Their shoes did not go old on them. Their clothes were growing with them. Their shoes were growing with them. As in, the, the, the Bible says God was a pillar of fire by night for them and a cloud by day. That means the cloud was covering them that the stench of the sun, the heat of the sun could not hit them. It couldn't touch them. And then at night, the pillar of fire was there to keep them warm, to keep them cool. Ha! They had seen the mighty, mighty hand of God. As in Moses would tap the, the rock and water would gush out for them. You know, they, 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 they fed on, they fed, the manna fell from heaven. Ah! What was left for these people to see that they had not seen? 
And then there came a point in their life where they were, God had told them, go up and possess the land. I've given you that land. The land is flowing with milk and honey. Come on, they went there now. And then Moses sent out some spies to go spy the land, to go and check, survey the land, you know. He sent some surveyors to go out. And the surveyors came back. And when they came back, they said, see, that land is flowing with milk and honey. Come on. Like, the land is sweet. The land sweet. Die is sweet. It's cozy. Everything is cool. But See, eh? we are not at, we are not well able at all. There are some men that are there that that, that have possessed the land. The, the, the Amalekites, the Amalites, they are here. The Canaanites, the Jebusites, they said they mentioning that this one has come here, this one comes there, this one come there. Cool. And, and you know what some people say? They said hmm, the land eats up its own inhabitations. The inhabitants of the land, the land eats them. How can the land eat up? <laughs> The people that are staying in the land, they are they staying in the land? So you could imagine that these people that had seen so much about God, heard so much about God, they've been exposed to a lot about God. They could still say that the land eats up its own inhabitants. And then the Bible says that Caleb steal the people. How did he steal the people? He said, we are well able. We don't even need to prepare. Let's go up at once let's go up at once he had a different perspective the bible told us exactly where that came from he said because caleb had another spirit in him there was another spirit in him altogether praise god that that empowered him there was a standpoint that he he was looking out from that others were not looking out from hallelujah Hallelujah. And you see, when God came down in, 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 in 14, in chapter 14, the preceding chapter, he began to tell them, you see, all of you, because of what you have said, you will not enter that land. <laughs> because they walked in unbelief. You see, that's what happens when we walk in unbelief. Unbelief hinders us from seeing the fullness of the power of God. In, in Numbers chapter 14, verse 24, you know, God said, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, he will I bring into the land wherein though he went and his seed shall possess it. Because he had another spirit and he had followed me wholly. Now, now this is the difference of every believer. This is where the, the this is where we separate people who have followed wholly and people who have not followed wholly. And we're going to be exploring all of this this week. So there is the standpoint of the believer. You can't expect life to not throw challenges at you. The Bible says all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. It doesn't mean that life is going to be cozy and rosy all the way. But he's saying that even in those circumstances, all things work together. And so what necessitates all these things is the standpoint that you view them from. And Paul was right. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So your, your, the, the degree of your prosperity and the degree of health that you would manifest is directly proportional to the prosperity of your soul. That's the prosperity of your spirit, man. Hallelujah. Because he said, I wish above all things that you prosper in health, you prosper in body, you prosper even as thy soul prospers so it is a direct relationship it's a direct proportion hallelujah and so you see god cannot do beyond where we can receive god cannot pour out more than you can receive hallelujah and so there is the standpoint of the believer because life on its own is never going to come easy on anyone 
and so there is a standpoint of the believer and so that's what we're going to be exploring in this week this amazing week that god has given us this amazing topic to look at i don't know the giants that you're facing in your life probably in your career probably in your business probably in your health probably in your education probably there's one giant that is just there that looks like he's not going anywhere he's not giving up on you he's going to be following you heads on like you try to make progress over it and it's not shaking it's not moving this week there's going to be empowerment for you there's going to be empowerment for you in the name of jesus as you follow up on these teachings because you see god would only reach out to you by his word the bible says he sent his word unto jacob and it lighted upon israel god visits his people by his word he doesn't visit anybody without his word he said you know ezekiel said i was in the spirit of the lost and i heard him that spoke to him he spoke to me it is always by his word how did he he said joseph was left in prison until his word came and then when his word came the king sent for him and loosed him you see so how did joseph leave the prison he left the prison when his word came so god always sends his word because that his word is his sequel for for every harvest that's going to happen in our lives god's word is a sequel god's word is god's platform god's word is god's medium whereby he reaches out to his people and that's the reason why this is a word summit this is a word summit and i'm trusting the lord that he's going to empower us with the right words and he's going to meet you at that very point of your need praise the lord and so i want to encourage you to join us every day it is going to be starting fully tomorrow from 8 p.m to 8 30 it's just 30 minutes it's a very short time you could just dedicate just 30 minutes and um, as god will be leading us we'll be praying we'll be studying we'll be praying we'll be studying as god will just be leading us it's just going to be 30 minutes 30 minutes of the word and then that would settle everything forever in the name of jesus so we look at we look at one more scripture again and then we begin to pray from there let's go to um second peter chapter one second peter chapter one and then um we'll just read from verse three second peter chapter one verse three according as his divine power according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertains unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue now you know god had given them the land of canaan god had promised them the land of canaan it was all theirs you know it was their portion it was their possession the only thing they needed to do was go and possess the land was go and take the land was go and claim ownership of the land god had said this is your portion this is your inheritance this is your lot you see and so all that was left was go and take it he has given them to us and that's the same thing he's saying now in 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 second peter he said his power according as his divine power has given unto us all all things that pertain to life and godliness what is the magnitude of this divine power what is the intensity of this divine power hallelujah we we, we, we'll just look at that in in um, ephesians chapter one so we'll just be reading the scriptures let it not be as though i'm quoting everything from my head ephesians chapter one and then we read from this this is where we begin to close for tonight ephesians chapter one 
and we will start reading from verse 15. He said, Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Now, what was he praying about? He was praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened... Now, he's praying that your eyes be enlightened. Now, what is he praying that your eyes be enlightened to? Number one, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Now, the first thing he wants you to know is the hope of his calling. He's praying that your eyes be enlightened to knowing the hope of his calling. Number two, to knowing the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. Now, what is the riches of his glory that is your inheritance? What are the inheritance that are in the riches what are your inheritance of his glory for you? That's that's number two. Now number three, he wants us, he wants our eyes to be enlightened to the exceeding greatness of his power that is at work in us. Now remember, I said according to his divine power has given unto us all things. So we want to look at this divine power. He said, Our eyes should be open to the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. You see, so the power is at work towards them that believe. The power becomes manifested when we believe. So it's true faith that we ignite this power. Now, he said, according to the working of his mighty power. Now, he's trying to explain the magnitude of this power. He said, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church which is his body that fully the fullness of him that filleth all in all now this is the magnitude of his divine power the same power that's at work in christ the same power that raised jesus from the dead he's saying that that's the power that's at work in you hallelujah hallelujah you see the grave could not hold jesus bound all the forces of hell put together could not hold him bound when it was time for jesus to 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 rise up from the dead he just stood up from the dead he stood up he stood up from death how did he do that there was a power that was at work in him now the bible is saying that it is that same power that is at work in you it is that same power that makes all things work together for your good it is that same power that is at work in you that makes all the things that you would ever need for life and godliness available for you hallelujah now remember that you can only be a partaker of this mighty power through knowledge through knowledge so there was something that caleb knew that the rest did not know there was something the bible told us we saw it that he had another spirit in him he had another spirit he had followed god wholly he had followed god completely he had known some things he had seen some things he had experienced some things and that was his greatest weapon you see and then he could say we can go up at once we don't even need to prepare for battle let's just go up and take over the land let's go up and face the giants we are well able we are well able somebody said we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes and so we were in their eyes i wonder how you can see yourself in your own eyes and see yourself in someone's eyes we were as grasshoppers in our eyes and we were also like grasshoppers in their own eyes how was that possible how was that possible there was just something that caleb had known that was different were there giants in the land yes were the giants big and mighty yes were they enemies in the land yes 
But were they able to take the land? Caleb knew that he was able. Caleb knew that the people were able. Why was that possible? Because there was something that he knew that was different from whatever any other person knew. Now, this is the position of the believer. This is how we face the giants. This is how we take over the this is how we take over territories. This is how we dominate for the kingdom. Because there is something that we know. Are there challenges in life? Yes. In your career, are there challenges? Yes. In your finances, are there challenges? Yes. You see, faith does not does not undermine challenges, but it knows something that is greater than every other thing. Are there challenges on the highway when people travel? Yes. Are there insecurities in the nation? Yes. Is there an economic hard time in the nation? Yes. But there is something that we know. And that thing is so real to us that we, we can boldly say we are well able. Let's go up at once. Let's go up at once. Let's take over this territory at once. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for these words that have come to us. They've come like torrents in our spirit. And we are well able. We know that by the time you are done with us on Saturday evening, that we would truly, truly, truly face those giants in every aspect of our lives. And we're going to come out victorious in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Take all praise and glory for in Jesus' name of prayer. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this edition. Tomorrow, we are live 8 o'clock. We start our, we start our song, our worship songs. We start playing from... 757 or 758 so do well to join join us on time and be blessed as you do so thank you for joining us today see you tomorrow the same time eight o'clock and it's just going to last for 30 minutes you don't want to miss any session the team is facing the giants at the end of the day you will say to yourself i am well able god bless you enjoy your night in jesus name